Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Where you at? I'm Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. If you're like me, you've binge watched enough. You're reading all your books for the second or third time. Magazines, they're old, but you read them too. So why not? You and I just get together, cozy up for a little while, and run back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. That's what this show is all about, the best of the Joe. On the way, going to be hearing from the Joe Rose Show. Like I said, maybe you're not getting up early in the morning to listen to Joe Rose like you used to. I got you covered. He's talking to the newest Dolphin, Eric Flowers, although Eric Flowers an OG to the Miami area. Dan Labatard, get this. He's going to be speaking with... Doc Antle. If you don't know that name, you haven't been quarantined enough. And then Hawk and Crowder talked to Jay Fig. Frustratingly, Beverly Hills Cop, what did she think about it? Once again, I'm just frustrated. Oh, we'll get to that in just a minute. But right now, let's do some headlines. Major League Baseball is looking to start its season in May with all teams playing in Arizona in front of no fans. The plan is being backed by public health officials. The NFL draft will be 100% virtual with personnel working from home. The draft will be held April 23rd through the 25th. Former Canes, Frank Gore, Calais Campbell, and Devin Hester have been named to the NFL's All-Decade team for the 2010s. Miami is still scheduled to start their season September 5th against Temple. Commissioner Adam Silver says the NBA will not make a decision on the suspended season this month. As it stands, the Heat are 41-24 and and fourth in the Eastern Conference. Vince Beagle has signed a restricted free agent deal with the Dolphins. The linebacker will make around $2 million next season. Defenseman Dylan Nealis is using his downtime due to coronavirus to brush up on his Spanish after being drafted by Inter-Miami CF. The MLS season remains suspended indefinitely. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. (sighs) Residents of an apartment complex in Missouri have set up a rope and pulley contraption in order to receive pizza without having to interact with the delivery person. Man, they must really want pizza. A British man was recently pulled over for speeding. Police say the suspect was driving over 100 miles per hour with two children in the car and was making a 100-mile round trip to buy bread. The reason for the long-distance, fast-paced trip? The bread was one euro cheaper. Man, that dude really wanted some bread. 
After having to cancel a ski trip due to coronavirus, a man in Spain turned his apartment into his own ski slope. I didn't know they had rednecks in Spain. Now on to weather. Today's forecast. Chance of rain. Temperatures around 80. Now on to the Joe Rose Show. They are joined by Miami OG, but a brand new dolphin, Eric Flowers. Just signed with the team. Can't wait to see him or any really sport getting action, but nonetheless. What did he talk to Joe Rose and the guys about? Well, back working at Hard Rock Stadium. Happy to be home. The undefeated days over at Narlin High. And the U needs to do this. Eric Flowers, newest Miami Dolphin on the line right now. Pride of Norland, pride of the Hurricanes, and now playing for the Dolphins, doing the triple play down here. Eric Flowers joining us. Good morning, Eric. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, man. How you doing? We're doing great. And, and Eric, man, uh, welcome back. That, that's pretty cool to be able to You go to Norland High School not too far, grow up not too far from the stadium, go to UM, and now get a chance to come back here and play with the team you, you grew up watching. How cool and how important was that to you to get a chance to play back in Miami? Sure, that's a... Once a lifetime opportunity, man. Around the corner from the stadium, shoot. We used to work at the stadium in high wow. school. You know, Did trying you to really? Fundraise. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That that's awesome. And now, and I saw you uh, before the Washington game. You and uh, Drew were talking. I came over and we were talking for a second there. And, and you look pretty happy to be back. But I also think you're pretty happy to be playing guard and playing at a high level. Eric, what happened from the move to tackle the guard that had so many people so fired up and made you so hot in free agency? Shoot, man. I came into the perfect situation. Beyond the Richards, I had the best, best online coach in the league. The, I got to watch one of the best guards in the league every day work. So I got one dude teaching me, and I get to see how he wanted to done. So, like, man, it was, it was Perfect situation. I came in with some good guys, man, and had a lot of fun, man. So it's been fun so far. Yeah, I was going to say it's really interesting because you talk about coaching and how important it is, and I I agree, and it's how offensive coaches treat their guys and are they getting through on the message. Uh, When did you start looking at guard might be the the better position for you than tackle? Was there a time I know you had Mm -hmm. to move because of guys you had on the team to make and end up being a a great move for you? Did you ever start thinking, you know, everybody just thought of you as a tackle and never going to be a guard. When did you finally go, you know what, I got no problem with this guard thing. It might be good for me. Uh, So when it came down to it, man, I... I almost went back to Jacksonville. Then I really thought about it, man. I looked at that Redskins online, man. You had Trent Williams, right. Morgan, Scherf, and I was like, man, I could, if, if I could just go in there and be decent, this line would be re- pretty good. You know what I'm saying? And growing up, Trent Williams was my favorite player, man. So I was like, man. I, and then I was like, I looked at the coach. I was like, man, this might be the best situation for me. So I just like, man, you know what? I just like, okay, let me suck it up, go try play guard. Ain't Home safe. run. Eric, I got a question for you. Did you have a, uh, I mean, I'm assuming at this point, not the, we're living in a crazy world right now, uh, but did you have a conversation with Brian Flores before you signed? And what did you think about Brian Flores before you did sign? Uh, before before I signed, I, I, I didn't have, I had a conversation with him after I signed, man. And I, okay. and wow. I'm like the upbeat dude. My biggest thing was, man, I'm from Miami. I've been here my whole life. I've always wanted to play here, man. So that was my biggest thing coming back here. You know what hey, I mean? Uh, yeah. And, uh, hey, Eric, Pretty cool. You go undefeated your last year in high school. Play with Duke Johnson on that really good Norland team. I know it's been a while. What was that like going through that run and a state championship and one of the best teams Norland's ever had? Oh, man, shoot, man. That's one of my best years playing ball. <laughs> Be honest yeah. with you, man. Shoot. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, right, because that whole year – 
it's like, you know, you go every year I played in high school, man, it was like, okay, let's, I wonder how we're going to do it. It was like, that was the, the one year of high school from the get-go. It was like, man, everybody just knew, we just knew we were going to go go to States, man. We had a, a, a lot of talent, man, and, and that was just the expectation that year, and we, we just were fortunate enough to do well, man. Run right through the whole thing. By the way, was there a linebacker? I know it was you and Duke, but was there a linebacker that also went in the NFL yeah. that was on that team? I can't. I couldn't remember. We had a uh, All American linebacker, Keith Brown. Yeah, a couple wow. linebackers, a bunch of linebackers go to school, man. We had a bunch yeah. of dudes go to school off that team. That team was loaded. Big offensive line. I still remember not just you, but they had some good sized guys on the O line, and and uh, it was fun just going to those games and and watching you guys and uh, and just run through it and put up big running numbers in the playoffs. That uh, that had to be fun and and uh, and going through that. By the way, we were just talking about this, Eric, before you came on the air with this we gotta get miami back to having first round picks and and not guys that are barely getting drafted or not getting drafted and getting back to some of the old days you agree yeah i do i just come down to recruiting man you, you think it's more about the backyard eric or is it just coaching guys up or what do you think it is to get back to get seeing guys going the first round second round uh yeah i mean you kind of look at it man i think you got a lot of dudes down here you know saying at one point that was they kept leaving the area like the Devontae freemans and amari coopers you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean and that's like that's right there that's where it starts you got to be more attractive man like i kind of like you know <laughs> yeah. kinda, i came in, I, in that line you had brandon linder john feliciano even chantra like those dudes are still in the league you know what i mean that's right holy smokes that's right, right. Right. That's pretty good guys, man, that, that you just named there and and, uh, and putting it all together. But I, I agree. I call them the Trash Pal gang, man. All you guys played around that Trash Pal, and uh, you're talking about Northwestern and Central and Carroll City and Norland and uh, some of the other schools down there that uh, have had so many great players through the years and trying to get back to that. I, I agree with you. So, so what do you expect coming in here, uh, and what's it been like? So far for you with this coronavirus, how are you able to work out? What are you doing so far? Everything's been shut down, man. So I, I got equipment. I got a treadmill. I got dumbbells. And I got, like, different O-line stuff. So so I kind of work out at home, man. And I go inside of the house on the field and I do work. The most I can get, really, because I can't find nowhere to work out, man. I still haven't even, <laughs> haven't even been to the facility, man. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. Wow. Place you're gonna play, yeah, yeah. and you still haven't been able to go because it's been shut down and stuff. Hey, you gotta admit though, this this uh, draft's gonna be kind of crazy and kind of fun to watch. Yeah, are you gonna be yeah. watching that for a couple days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got a lot of it's a lot of time, a lot of receivers too, man. You're, you're right. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of good receivers in this draft, and uh, and a lot of fun. Well, man, we were just thinking about you and uh, your chance to come back home and and play, and uh, everything else had to be like just the perfect situation for you to potentially wrap up your career down here i couldn't believe you're only 25 years old man god eric damn i, I seem like you've been around longer than that man it's crazy no i came out young yeah you didn't mess around man you're right did not mess around hey eric thanks for coming on with us man we've been trying to track you down appreciate you finding a little bit of time you stay safe and by the way stay away from the sweets man don't be coming in at 380 or nothing crazy man <laughs> All right. Thanks for All having right. me, man. Eric Flowers, about as Miami as you get in Miami mornings. Don't get more Miami-y or morning-y than the Joe Rose Show from 6 to 10 weekdays. Of course, you can download the podcast for that show, this show, or any of the shows, wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. Radio.com app, which is free to download. And you can go to our website, wqam.com. All of it. Free, 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 free. Up next... 
Ooh, gonna get free with Doc Antle joining the Dan Lebitard Show. Roar! This is the best of the Joe Show. Back at you with the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and Dan is the man when it comes to middays. 10 to 1, right here at 560 The Joe. Dan, the man, Lebitard. Earlier today, he and the guys were joined by Doc, the man, Antel. He is part of the Tiger King kingdom, and that dude is weird. But is he as weird as Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic? Well, they start off talking about his pet elephants. That's interesting. Does he think Carol killed her husband? Think or no? Also, how does it feel to be portrayed how he was in the film and was it an accurate portrayal of Joe Exotic in Tiger King? All right, this is very exciting. The real star of Tiger King. It shouldn't have been called Tiger King. It should have been called Doc Antle is the king. Uh, he is with us now on ESPN Radio. Mike Ryan is giddy with delight. I, too, am giddy with delight. Where is the elephant? Have you ridden it somewhere this morning? I haven't had her out yet this morning because we just got uh, chimpanzees and tigers and all those other characters that need to be cared for as hell. She'll go out later today and have a time. What is the most unusual place that Doc Antle has ever taken his elephant? Like, you've ridden your elephant what kind of distance to show off because you're an amazing showman? I mean, the long rides with Bubbles is here at the preserve. We go out and go for miles, can be out on her easily an hour at a time because she just loves to graze. So she cruises through the woods and chows down stuff. You know, in her life, she was in Ace Ventura and she was in... Uh, Dr. Doolittle and and went to Garadelli Square and hung out with me for a few weeks hanging out having Sundays at the Garadelli Chocolate Factory there. She's uh, had a big life doing things, but for the last couple decades, she just kind of hangs out and is my largest, oldest daughter. Uh, What does it cost to feed an elephant, to have a pet elephant? Like what per day, how much are you feeding? She eats about five high-end bales of hay every day. And then she's eating a special elephant biscuit that's made called elephant chow that's made by the same guys that make dog chow and cat chow, Farina. She eats a bunch of that every day, and then fruits and vegetables and stuff. Less than 100 bucks a day. Oh, wow. Okay, so cheap. Uh, uh, so Tiger King has been, a phenomen- has been a phenomenon, an enormous phenomenon. Um, when you watched it, uh, what did you think? How did you feel? Did you like it? Was it uncomfortable? It was just shocking, right? I mean, it's that sensational, salacious ride of something that is absolutely not a documentary and has just been made in such an outrageous way. I was a bit shocked at the portrayal of some of the crazy things they said and just some of the outrageous stuff. But I really like how it's summed up that we all know now that Carol killed her husband. That helped out a lot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Doc, here's the, here's the thing. We, we feel like, yes, that was part of the story, but we feel like we enjoyed Tiger King so much because there on the periphery were you, which really didn't have anything to do with their stories, but you were so damn interesting that they had to fire, follow your story somewhere because you were. That's you what stole, happened. You know, you the, stole the, the show. Directors- the directors came and made another story with me about wildlife conservation education. We worked on it for two and a half years, and it flopped. They couldn't sell it, I guess. They couldn't get the pieces together. I don't know the real whole story. And then they bulk sold all of their data about Joe and Carol and threw me in the pot. So the guys who uh, edited it, who are the same guys that made Fire Festival, some 
highly talented editors, even though not necessarily truthful, they jammed it all together because I had the flair. You know, I run the Ritz-Carlton of Big Cat facilities, and for wildlife, there's no place on earth like our place. Carol's Place is a, you know, infested dump, literally used to be a dump on that property. It's just a, a hole. Joe, overwhelmed with 270, 80 cats, had him lined up like he's running a giant dog pound because he ran out of time and money and experience to create the stuff. So, you know, they just wove me through the show in many ways. And if you look at the show, a lot of people don't realize that tons of the cutaways of guys playing on water slides and racing in cars and driving Cadillacs down the road with lions in them, that's all television programs and movies that I made in the past. Oh, so you don't like your portrayal, Doc. So you were watching this, and you don't like the way you were portrayed in it. I don't like a couple of the things. I don't like the crazy girl who was a babysitter for my daughter for a while who portrayed herself as Tiger Staff, who lived with me for a few months at a time, a few times over some years, as though she was somehow knowledgeable of the facility. And she said a lot of outrageous stuff that is absolutely not true. I don't like they said I was raided because I've never been raided. You know, it's all just a a storyline they thought was good. And then the really worst thing is pretending that tiger cubs have a timeout date on them and that somehow something happens to a tiger cub. It gets to be a certain age and it no longer has value to the facility. Nothing could be further from the truth. Every tiger is born, lives with us for its entire life. You see my son, the superstar Cody Antle on social media, I think 15 million people follow him. Those are all of the cubs as their giant characters, 500 pounds wrestling and running through the jungle and swimming with him. Um, that is all an incredible slice of content of dozens of, of cubs that have all grown up to be great big guys. And, um, and that stuff, that content's been going on for many, many decades. There's the hundreds of uh, animals we've met over the years right there with us. But everyone fell into this trap at the end. They wrote that ridiculous statement that we have a gas chamber. What the hell? Who has a damn gas chamber? That we're, that we're getting rid of these cubs and cremating them, all, all this kind of stuff just to create drama that's driven by the insane animal rights movement guys like PETA and HSUS that create this uh, drama to get their own agenda out. Doc, was the portrayal of Joe Exotic, was that accurate to you? No, he's way crazier than that. <laughs> Joe, is, Joe is so much more over the top. In so many ways, if the, you know, you, you couldn't even begin to give the full Monty of Joe in his history. Joe, for the last few years, tamed way down, freaked out, had those snitches, frickin' James Garrison and uh, Jeff Lowe step into his life and trash him and take away his wealth, take away his opportunities to do stuff, and set him up for that ridiculous murder-for-hire travesty that, that they personally say, oh, yeah, we did this stuff. They both took deals. They both have been under federal indictment. They've both done time. They have created a whole way, and Joe fell off the cliff. So for the last few years, Joe, like, backed off and tried to, like, recover from what was happening in the, the super party animal that is Joe, which is really what he was going for, openly talking about it all the time. That guy uh, stepped back. But, wow, Joe in his heyday – which wasn't long ago, was so much wilder. You couldn't even put it on a regular 
You couldn't get it on Netflix. He okay. was so crazy. That, that seems that seems crazy. Before we let you go, Doc, and the guys here said I would ruin this interview because in celebrating you, I did sort of uh, neglect to say that whole woman babysitter thing. Uh, the, the whole cult allegation is something that oh, you yeah, haven't I addressed. To flip that off. You forgot the cult. Yes, you forgot the cult and the cult team. <laughs> the, the idea that you were running a cult that seems like something that would also bother you a great deal. I know all those other portrayals as well, but the fact that they're accusing you of running a cult. Yeah, I mean. I was married 25 years ago. My wife died in a car crash. I'm this handsome, upstanding young man, and I am chasing girls, no doubt about it. But I'm just a guy dating. I'm not married to anybody. I don't have a harem. I live alone in my own home, and I have girlfriends, and I've had girlfriends. But they're all in their 40s and 50s these days because I'm the OFG. I'm old, fat, and gray. I got to be 60 and uh, put on a couple pounds. I am not chasing uh, girls across the globe. And not that I have not had my fair share of girlfriends in my life, but it's just like everybody else. How many girls has Drake met? I mean, you know, it's just kind of part of the game. But it's not at all that I don't totally appreciate and love and respect women who run a lot of our facility. And almost all the young, beautiful girls they show images of in Tiger King, that's my grandchildren. That's my son's uh, fiancé. That's my grandson's um, girlfriends. That is... All the ladies who have been around who are married, taken, and are 30, 40 years younger than me, who are the operators of the facility with my kids and my grandkids and my nieces and nephews. And a number of those are my nieces and my beautiful, big, blonde, tall daughters. Both of them are portrayed in there like girls that are just have happened by the facility. They were born there. Doc, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. I, I, I want to talk to you again tomorrow. Can we talk Please. to you again tomorrow? Please. Ring me up. We can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Save the tiger. Save the world. <laughs> this is my take on Tiger King. I'm not so much freaked out about Joe Exotic. He's just a redneck. I see that. Carol Baskin, nutso, weirdo, crazy. I'm not worried about Joe Exotic or Carol Baskin. I see them for what they are. Con people. This Doc Antle, though, he's a smooth operator. He's the one that scares me. He's the one I think is capable of the worst of the worst and getting away with it. So, Doc Antle, I'm keeping my eye on you, although not too, too close because that's just kind of weird. Everybody in that show's weird. Rednecks. Why have I said rednecks so much today? I guess it's just on my brain. Well, speaking of everyone going crazy about Tiger King the other day, Mark Hockman said... We here at the radio station should capitalize off of the craze. And we should change our name once again to 560 The Joe Exotic. So next, we're going to hear from Hawk and Crowder and Jay Fig. Best of the Joe Show. The best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. You can always hear me on the best of the Joe Show. Weekdays from 6 to 7 here on 560 The Joe. And usually you can hear me from 3 to 6 Helping out the Hawk and Crowder show. Lately, I've been getting up before dawn, working here at the radio station, making things work. One day I'll return to the Hawk and Crowder show. In the meantime, my man, Hawk, my man, Crowder, my man, Solana, and my lady. She's not really my lady, but you know what I mean. We're tight. We're cool. Although I'm starting to, mmm, Jay Fig. Okay, here we go. They're going to talk about blowing away COVID-19. And then it gets frustrating. Jay Fig, she gives us a review on the movie Beverly Hills Cop. 
One of the uh, the funnier things from over the weekend, I saw this uh, viral video clip of this preacher, television preacher. What, what's his name, Solana? Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland. Now, I want to give this to Don Bailey Jr. and Joe Zagacki for a Hurricanes game whenever oh. football amps back up. I don't know <laughs> if they'll do it or not. This is, I just want to set the scene if you haven't seen this, a television preacher. So, and and you'd know him if you saw him, right? He's one of those yeah. funny looking dudes. Uh, you know, he's got the Naga Hyde jacket on or the, you know, just, just you know, just a awful, uh, awful jacket. He's worth millions and millions. And so the, uh, the church is empty. But he's got on the stage with him like four or five lackeys for better, uh, for lack of a better term. And so whatever, I, I guess they're at the part of the sermon where whatever he says, they repeat it. But they don't know what he's going to say. And I think he's kind of just, you know, ad lib in here. And so I don't even think that he planned on blowing the virus away. I, I honestly don't think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that he went into to this sermon thinking that he was going to do this. Do you? No, no, no. Maybe the Holy Ghost got a hold of him. Man. Right, right, right. The he moment just, hit him. He, he lost himself. He lost himself. He lost in himself. Lost himself don't in the lie. sermon. Don't, don't just lie to people, though, either, sir. Like, I enjoy it, too, but don't just lie. Right, yeah. I enjoy the uh, the, the entertainment value of it. But uh, And then, so, like, you'll hear. So, it's kind of like he's going to say something. He's yelling at the coronavirus that he's going to blow it away. But then the people that are his lackeys that are supposed to repeat everything, they're kind of caught in the air because they don't know, are we supposed to blow it away, too? And he's not making much sense right now. So, it gets a little, I don't know. Here, here's how it sounded. COVID-19! COVID-19. I blow the wind of God on you. You are destroyed forever. You are destroyed forever. And you will never be back. And you will never be back. Imagine DBJ and Joe Zagaki doing that during a Hurricanes game. Die. <laughs> My favorite part, I'm telling you, because he goes, I blow. And then they didn't know, do, do we repeat I blow? Like, what are we doing here? You know, like, listen, listen to that part again. It's like so haphazard because they're like, huh, weird time for us to jump in and repeat this. COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> I blow. It's my favorite part. It's my favorite part. Ooh, they kind of blowed a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, they're like, I, I'm low. Oh, he's got more. All right, all right. Um, so, remind, you know what it reminds me of in camp when the coach is like, guys, we have the same chance of winning the Super Bowl as everybody else. And you're like, um, all right, all right. <laughs> what about those Patriots with Randy Moss oh, and Tom Brady? Oh. What about those guys? Do you fellas think we can win the Super Bowl? Yeah, all right, yeah. We blow yeah. you away. Yeah, I love crazy. that. Anyway, we do uh, every day around this time. We bring in our friend Jay Fig. Jay Fig. Uh, we we call it Jay Fig on assignment. Twenty-six year old Jay Fig, contributor to the radio program, has not seen many what we consider to be classic movies and just.
just to give you an example, on Friday, it was Eddie Murphy's birthday. And I had said to Crowder and Solana, let's make sure we all give her Eddie Murphy movies because it's Eddie Murphy's birthday. It'll give us a chance to, to talk about his birthday a little bit. And, uh, and to give you an example of her movie-watching history, I said Beverly Hills Cop. Crowder said life. She had never seen both of them. Solana as a joke says Haunted Mansion. And she's like, oh, I've seen that one. So just to give you a little a little taste of what we're dealing with here with J-Fig, that's what we're dealing with. And she watches a movie, one of the movies that we suggest, and then she'll post the review of it on her Instagram page. And we're asking you to follow her on Instagram to see the complete reviews. It's J-Fig Radio on Instagram, the letter J-F-I-G Radio on Instagram. And she has just moments ago posted her review of Beverly Hills Cop, the movie that I suggested on Friday. Let's bring her in here on the show. Hello, J-Fig. Hey, guys. What's up? So you, uh, you watched Beverly Hills Cop, huh? I watched Beverly Hills Cop. And awesome. it's really one of the greatest Eddie Murphy movies of all time. And it's very difficult to name the greatest movie, Eddie Murphy movies of all time because he got so many good ones. The soundtrack is legendary. The uh, Ahwell, Ahmel, uh, like a like a like a like a dog. You're you're <laughs> scruff like a dog. Uh, I mean, just a brilliant movie. Jay Fig, what is your review of Beverly Hills Cop? Are you ready for this though? I hope you're sitting. Yes. Because my guess is no. It's definitely a no. I don't know what you thought you saw in that movie, and the soundtrack is like two songs. If oh. I'm being honest. The soundtrack. The soundtrack. There's like two or three songs in the film the entire time. It's a whole what repeat. What have to do with, with the movie? Because well, he just said that right now. He said the, the soundtrack Axel, is legendary. It is. It's got uh, Patti LaBelle, New Attitude on it. It's got Axel F from oh, Harold Faltermeyer. You're so only going to name ahead. like three songs. Go ahead. What is your, what is your, <laughs> so you didn't find Beverly Hills Cop. Fun. It is not his best film. And I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Oh my God. What? A 5.5 out of 10. And when you say it's not his best film, do you think Haunted Mansion was better than Beverly Hills Cop? <laughs> so in my review, I said, I, I couldn't tell which one was worse, Beverly Hills Cop or the Haunted Mansion. Oh my God. I mean, so what is a great <laughs> Eddie Murphy movie in your mind? Um, I can't really think of one right now, but Haunted Mansion. Oh. No, I Haunted like, Mansion. Crow Crowder said the Norbit was really good, and I agree. No, he did not say Norbit is really good. Well, he Norbit. baited you like a fish. He caught you like well, a fish. Well, guess what? He caught me, and I really enjoyed that film. Okay. Uh, like, but the clumps, though. You you think the 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 Nutty Professor is better than Beverly Hills Cop? Yes, a thousand oh, times. Goodness. Yes. Oh. Yep. She. I, you know, I drink I read. Some water. Um, drink some water. It was like Wednesday or Thursday last week. I read this DM that I got on Instagram from a listener that just said, it sounds like you die a little bit every time J-Fig comes on. And that is, that's the, you're, you're hearing my soul leaving my body. I am like, uh, I am like, uh, what's his name in Ghost? Sam Wheat. Sam I am Wheat. like Sam Wheat. <laughs> I am like Sam Wheat in Ghost. My soul is leaving my body you as she says, defeated. the clumps. 
is a better movie than Beverly Hills Cop. I, I just I What did I, you I, like I about weep. it? What did you like I about weep it? for I weep for our youth. So here we go, Jay Fig. I, it's just it's a legendary Eddie Murphy it movie. Really Everything is. about it is a Reinhold is excellent in it. It's just it's just a great movie. The dynamic of the movie is great. Him being a Detroit cop and then being out of place in Beverly Hills. It's just it's just a great movie. No. Victor Maitland, here, take these bananas. I, it's just, a, it's a legendary movie. <laughs> that's the only movie. part I liked. He was very clever Ugh. with his pranks, but that's about it. All right. But, his but, pranks. But, but, but Jay what? Fick, do you, do you, like, do you enjoy, like, the back and forth of two witty people just talking trash and yes, going at it? I adore that. But honestly, I don't I, think to do. You can't. He did not Doesn't have a lot. Oh, my All goodness. Right. No. All right, well, let's assign her movies for tonight so that we can be overwrought with sadness tomorrow. Uh, and follow her if you want to see her entire review. I want you guys to repeat after me as if I'm the preacher. Are you ready? No. Jay Fig! Jay Fig! I blow your opinions away. I blow the bad movie opinions out of you. I blow... Out of you. Out of you. I'm not following that. All right. Um, so here we go. We have to assign her movie. You can see her entire review of Beverly Hills Cop on her Instagram page. It's JFig Radio. Letter J F I G Radio. I I'm going to assign you, and I saw on the show sheet, Solana, and I've never seen this, but I saw on the show sheet. Let me scroll down and find it. On this day in 2012, American Reunion was released in theaters. Um, that just happens to be coincidental. Last night, get into bed, I don't know, about 11 o'clock or whatever, and I'm flipping around on the movie channels, and American Pie is just starting. And I hadn't seen it in a long time. And so my wife and I, we watched the entire thing. And it happens to be really funny. It could never be made in 2020 because no. the videotaping of someone surreptitiously and, you know, spreading it throughout an entire school would be frowned upon in today's day and time. But regardless, the movie happens to be very funny. Now, hey, Fig, have you ever seen American Pie? Yes, sir. And... Because I'll give you another suggestion. Did you like it? I did like it. Okay. All right. There's some hope, hope for you after all. <laughs> How about this? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I have never seen that. You've never seen that. Okay. No. That's a legendary movie from my day. It is Keanu Reeves, and it's uh, Bill and Ted going on an excellent adventure through time. They have a magic time machine. Uh, can you put that on your list? Have you seen that, Crowder, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. That was, that was my childhood. Right? Funny movie. Yes. Solana, you ever seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yeah, that's a banger. That's a banger. Okay, so uh, Fig, that is my suggestion to you then. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, Crowder, what are you going to suggest for Fig? I got an audible with you going with Bill and Ted. I got to go with Back to the Future. Oh, classic. I saw that one forever ago, and I don't remember it. So I'll put it okay. on my list. Watch it again for me. You that's, never that, that, that is, that's one of those movies, by the way, if you're home with your kids. Like I told you, I, I, me and my kid, we watched Die hard for the first time uh a week and a half ago or so he'd never seen it. he's 15 like back to the future is something you gotta make sure your kids watch because 
why we're having J-Fig watch it. She's like a, she's like a child. Us. <laughs> yeah, like a special needs child, but a, a child. Um, so you're so suggesting mean. Back to the Future. And uh, Solana, what are you giving for J-Fig? I, I will say Back to the Future is my second favorite trilogy of all time. All three really? of those movies. All three of those movies uh, I've watched over 100 times. But the third one is, I mean, just The third one is the best manure. one. Right, right. The third one is the best one. I agree, Hawk. The, the one in the wild, wild. <laughs> He West? just said Lenore. No, I mean, it is, uh, well, once you watch the movie, you'll understand. But uh, the third one, <laughs> uh, my that's my hot take. The third one is the best one out of out of the trilogy. Uh, okay. No. So, uh... well, so, so that's, that's my second favorite trilogy <laughs> okay. of all time. I'm going to sign you. What's your you... first favorite trilogy? Yeah. I'm going to sign you, J-Fig, the first movie of my favorite trilogy of all time, even though now it's become more of a trilogy, but just focus on the first three. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. <laughs> he couldn't even say that seriously. It's oh. what it's why it's why I get a kick out of him. Jo Johnny Depp. Of the hey, Johnny Depp in that? Are you kidding me? No, Johnny the, fir Depp? the first one. The first one is excellent. The first one's yes. excellent. I don't think I've seen the 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 other two. I don't think I've seen that one, but I've seen one and two. Kira Knightley. Bro, okay, the, so here the here little, are the little creatures in there. The Orlando man Bloom. The, oh my! Bro, I, I like Pirates of the Caribbean. Hello, I can't let your bad mouth, my man. Hello, but the puppet. third one. The third one. <laughs> I, you know, I like Wait, weird but you stuff, said you so haven't just, even seen it. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean? No. No, I've hot. never seen the third oh. one. I, there, yeah. there's, I, Because I, I kind of knew that it had jumped the shark. No, the third one is good, man. Not the best, but the third one is good. Honestly, I All was right, scared well. that he was going to say the Twilight trilogy, and I was about no. to fire you right now. No. Well, this guy, I mean, he just told you the best Back to the Future is the third <laughs> one, which is... By far. <laughs> Yeah, by far. <laughs> Somebody says this young lady movie uh, reviewing movies fade her reviews. Yes, fade <laughs> Fig's reviews. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Beverly Hills Cop, an all-time banger. My favorite part of the movie, they're like, you stole this house. How can you steal a house? Classic. Man, agree to disagree with Jay Fig on that. Now... Solana is loving the third movie of every trilogy. Hope he's joking. I know he's joking. Right? 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 Thanks again for joining me. Hopefully this staved off a little bit of your cabin fever or your quarantine craziness. So let's do it again tomorrow. Going to be doing this as long as we can. Bringing some of the best audio to your ears right here on 560 The Joe. You got any questions? All you have to do, go to my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio. Social media, basically everything, Dan Day Radio. People get it wrong sometimes, so let me spell it. Very simple, D-A-N-D-A-Y-R-A-D-I-O. Boom. Simple, simple, simple. Even Joe Exotic could do it. Oh, I shouldn't say that. He's in prison, and he's got COVID-19, so he's someone you want to stay away from. That's all good. Once again, you can download the podcast for this show or any of the shows on this radio station, wqam.com, radio.com app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to social distance like a good American and a good citizen of this world should. I am Dan Day. And this is the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even. <laughs> 
podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.